Answering the new player's question, how do I go about building an army in bolt action? Welcome to Trident Wargaming, a podcast dedicated to all aspects of tabletop wargaming. Your hosts are Bill and Andy. Hey guys, and welcome back to another Trident Wargaming episode. This is episode 42. And we're doing some uh, boot camp breakdown for bolt action. I'm Andy, and my co-host Bill here is with me again. Hey, how's it going, guys? Excellent, excellent. That's uh, been pretty, pretty good. I think uh, today was a fun, fun day for uh, getting some stuff done. Uh, how about you, Bill? How about what did you got going today? Did you get any hobby time in? I managed to crush some serious hobby time today um i got my bolt action army painted it's all finished nice yeah it's all ready to go very nice yeah i still gotta get my stuff done but (laughs) in time in time gotta get all these other projects done true but um but today's episode uh it's kind of um come up just through the local community that uh, me and Bill are, are part of here and it's really all about um, kind of building your army and the process of uh, how do you go about building the army you know uh, what things to look for and all that kind of stuff uh, we had a, a gentleman in in our community group he's you know collected uh, the miniatures and he's having fun putting them together and whatnot, but he's just not sure how to go about building an actual army. Um, so I think in this, this episode we'll end up kind of, uh, going through just kind of our processes of, uh, what we kind of look for, what we kind of think about, you know, what we do and some key points and whatnot to, uh, uh, to talk about. So um yeah i know like myself jumping into the game you know it's been i think well maybe three four years now and uh it was quite different compared to some other games out there so um definitely take your time and experiment is what i can say (laughs) right off the bat yeah for sure but but um yeah so i guess um a little bit of about building like the army lists or picking the armies like how how about you bill like when you finally decided to you know jump into bolt action because it was very recent right yeah um, that you jumped in uh what did you what kind of went through your head when you decided you know what did you want to start with and look at and whatnot well I knew I wanted to play Americans. I've always kind of just, you know, been digging the American World War II, um, early, you know, uh, like NOM around their Pacific theaters. So I figured why not jump in and uh, check them out. Um, Once I ended up, you know, nailing down an actual, I guess, uh, nation to play, uh, with it being a historical game, I decided to start kind of browsing through the um, eras that I wanted to play. 
-hmm. and I, I really gravitated towards uh, the mid-war myself. So I'm kind of basing everything technology-wise around 1943. And then, you know, just did some uh, wiki reading and checking out inside even the, uh, the Army book uh, what theater selector kind of, you know, tickled my fancy. And then from there, it was just, it was a lot of, uh, a lot of internet reading, just kind of, you know, browsing through even YouTube videos. Actually, there's some really good ones, but just going through, yeah. What, what did they actually use? What did they have? Um, was there any particular new weapons that came out in 43? Was there anything, you know, phased out? It was a lot of stuff, um, but it was enjoyable. Like it was really fun to sift through all the info and kind of build a force, you know, loosely based off the tech they had and the, the era and an operation, right? Like I was, I pretty much have my army built around operation Husky operation avalanche, um, which if you know a little bit about the world war two, it wasn't the most, uh, successful endeavor. There was a lot of, uh, <laughs> infighting and kind of just, yeah, lack of support, uh, against the Italians, but it was, uh, it was a pretty sweet, um, pretty sweet theater. I thought anyways, cause it kind of kicks everything off. It's, it's, you know, air quotes, the soft underbelly. So, uh, <laughs> it, it really does, you know, push, uh, help them push into, uh, Europe, but it's, uh, yeah, it was kind of just, what I decided to end up going with and nice. it was uh yeah, it was a good way to do. So, well, and, and that's good. Cause like, you know, even, uh, uh, before this new campaign book, you know, the soft underbelly had, had come out. Mm -hmm. Um, you, you had actually chosen that, uh, section of the war before this. Right. So, yeah. And now yeah, all of a sudden there's a campaign book that's come out and, um, you know, it's nice because now you can take your army and fill in those snares and those, and those battles, right? Yeah. So, um, and that's one thing, great thing about uh, bolt action is that that tends to happen. You'll build a force and then later down the road, you'll see a book comes out and you're like, oh, this is surrounding my actual army that I made. Cool, right? So that that's great. No, that's, uh, that's a good, a lot of good info right there just, just from what you said. Um, and of course, there's so much info just from our history and, and on the internet, of course. Um, but, and, and even for myself, um, of course, I've kind of collected, you know, a whole bunch of the armies, uh, but going to actually building them, um, there was that whole factor of, you know, which nation kind of attracted me at first, right? Because I yeah. think... I think sometimes that's what happens first, you know, so if, if you're, you know, getting into the game and you're not sure what, you know, what you want to build or what you want to play, um, sometimes I guess what appeals to you right off the bat is probably a, a good way to go. Um, and then you can start doing some research on your force and, you know, uh, what kind of units were in that force and a, a good way to start is like bill had mentioned is that there's the three different eras of the war right mm -hmm. you know you kind of decide in a sense you know 
that force, or maybe you're looking at something in history, where does that force kind of lie? You know, is it is it an early war? Is it a mid war? Is it a late war? You know, or is it a mix? Can you can you mix them right? So, you know, as as a new player coming in, um, you're you're pretty lucky that you know uh, you didn't just jump into it by yourself kind of thing. Um, there's a lot of you know back and forth talking between yourself and, and myself and the communities as well that are out there on the Facebook pages. Yeah, um, a lot of questions, a lot of questions asked, right? Um, so it, it was nice that you're able to bounce those questions and ideas back and forth with people. And that's one other thing I recommend with new players. Like you know, if you just get into it. There's a lot of groups out there that have a lot of support for what you might be looking for. Um, so ask questions, ask away. It, it's, you know, you get so much info out of it. Um, so, so yeah, so like selecting your force, you got a couple models, you know, let's say you decide on a, on a, a faction that you want to play or a nation you want to play, you know, play some different missions, right? And kind of play around with your units and whatnot. Cause there's, there's an abundance a huge abundance of units in this game and there's a huge abundance of theater selectors in this game as well right so my suggestion uh, for, for new players is start with some low points you know usually like in, in our group we usually play in 500 750,000 you know 1250 increments of points and you get to play around with a lot of different units, right? And I know, I, I know yourself, Bill. When we started, I think we started at seven fifty. Yeah, we did. Just to give you a little bit of um, flair to to play around with different units, right? Because your army did change like fairly quickly. Yeah. Right. So, um, you know, maybe maybe just yeah, maybe describe how that kind of went for you, like your initial thoughts on what you picked and then when you started playing you know what you noticed and stuff like that uh essentially so when we first started in the 750 point mm -hmm. um level i only ended up having uh two squads of infantry um and you know kept them around 10 man uh still loaded up though right nco with uh the smg had a bar um in the squad as well. I wasn't really taking anything extravagant outside of that. I was running them as regular. I pretty much ran almost all my stuff as regular just to kind of get a feel of what every unit does. And, uh, you know, I, I was off the hop. I was running two MMG teams. Uh, you're allowed to take three for one selection, but I didn't want to be, you know, that guy. So <laughs> I decided to only run two and, uh, you know, they, They've been in every army since, like, for sure. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I ended up, you know, uh, taking a Sherman. Like I said, a couple of the uh, infantry squads. I ended up rocking out my 57mm um, anti-tank gun. And that's been kind of a mixed bag the whole time I've been using it. It's been okay, mm -hmm. right, for the most part. Um but as as you know, as I started playing games with Andy and a couple other uh, guys here, I noticed that one, you know, 
regular is good, but regular is not great. And vets are great, but they are expensive. So yeah. there's kind of a fine line in that, you know, do you take everything as vet or everything as reg with a few things as vet? Um, I started kind of running just a flamethrower team or I would swap it out with my sniper slash bazooka team, depending on what theater I was running at the time, because I had access to different things. And I was running the uh, forward air observer, the right. uh, air artillery guy early on. And again, mixed bag a little bit. The skies were clear for a long time. <laughs> so um, it, it was good. But as I started to play these games, I immediately took more infantry. Um, the Sherman tank kind of became more of a machine gun wagon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I used to rock the pintle mount, you know, quite frequently. And um, the last game, I just, no, I don't take the pintle mount anymore. It's just not. It's not worth being open topped to get a lucky uh, mortar uh-huh. hit. Yeah. It's yeah, yeah. And I found I found that out uh, quite the hard way on one of my last matches here too. Mm-hmm. Um, just it was it was a bad call by me. I popped her open, and the next thing you know, it I got assault and grenades down the hole. Tank gone. You know. Yeah, bad scene. Yeah. <laughs> but but see that's and that's good. Like you know, as you're talking about how your army kind of changed you know and you're facing you you've been facing regular and veteran armies so far yeah right and obviously there's a thing to be said by those two types of um you know experience levels on on the units now you haven't faced an inexperienced army yet even though you know guys might say oh they're inexperienced they're not going to be that great but there's going to be numbers yeah right when when the the Soviet horde comes rushing through the Red Army, you know it, it's a different story, right? It gets you kind of thinking a little bit differently, stuff like that. But it, it's it's interesting to see, you know, over these last few games that you've had, to see how the army has changed, yeah. To, to see how, um, you know, you've taken more interest in having. Okay, you know what? I kind of need that extra infantry unit right yeah um and, and whatnot because i've played you and and like you know the the battles are getting obviously better and, and tougher and you're starting to realize like what weapons you're, you're finding that you're liking better yeah right and that's that's the appeal to some of the armies right yes you know what everybody has a rifle you know every army has an smg and, and a machine guns but each army has um small little differences in either nation rules or abilities that you know their army gets so it it depends on you know the appeal or the idea around how you're you want or you envision your army to actually kind of um, perform in battle like you know how you deploy them and and where are they covering you know uh, stuff like that right because it's like when i play my germans i like to have a lot of machine guns right and because my german army is based off of stalingrad and it's the sixth army you know i have um i have these 
tanks coming in that have howitzers on them. So they're not necessarily, you know, to go up against another tank. They're more of to deal with the tougher infantry. So there's stuff like that you can kind of look at and what you kind of prefer. If you, if you like tons of infantry, then maybe the Soviets are for you. Um, you know, if you'd like to have a big selection of tanks, Germans, Americans, even the British have a lot, right? So stuff like that um, is, is definitely something to look at, to play around with, you know, when you're constructing an army and uh, kind of building your force as, as you go through this. And um, using easy army is, is, to me, I find is one of the better ways of doing it. It tends to have all the theater selectors on there and you know all the options for your units and it's pretty pretty easy to use so uh, definitely check them out um, but yeah it, it's it's interesting too because like as you were you know playing this army and, and building it and tinkering around with it you've already mentioned to me that you're looking at another army yes right yes i am so it's <laughs> it, it's pretty neat to see that it's like oh you're you're really intrigued by it and now okay you want to play a different army and now you're looking at stuff for them right so again you're going through that same process but you know it's going to be a different feel with them there's going to be different oh options, for sure right models you know which is great and i don't know uh to me i think with bolt action one of the biggest things and for for newcomers or for a player who's trying to get the hang of building an army you know um the idea around the army you know do you find you're trying to build an army like as a an all comers list right you know where are you just using a reinforced platoon or are you actually going with specific theaters you know what i mean yeah um and, and I think one of the biggest things just for, for the players is do you have a theme for your army? You know, it, it tends to, again, go with the history and all that stuff. But if you kind of get an idea of what you want to go with, you know, if you want to do airborne right there is automatically kind of sets you in that path of what you want to take. And then you start looking at stuff, right? So, um, with bolt action i think it's definitely a way to go and there's really no you know right or wrong way of building an army um you're just gonna end up finding out that units in your your army lists might not perform so well as compared to others you know you might not like machine guns like machine gun teams i don't know you might not like snipers you might want to take an anti-tank team just because they get a bonus to damaging you know their target right so there's there's a lot of options out there there's a lot of um things to try out and uh again check your your nation rules because there's so many differences and i don't know like you played what you played my germans bill yeah you've played another uh player who was playing in different style germans yeah and uh you played against you played i think i've just played just against germans so far germans 
Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, you know, one of the armies you're going against has the majority of the units in the game, right? So Yeah. So you're, you're definitely getting good experience with that, you know. Um, but as you go through and as you go forward in, in playing, you got to kind of think, you know, kind of certain units in your army that you have out of your selection that you actually want to include. Like, I could probably say for certain, Bill's probably taking a flamethrower team all the time. Yeah, it, that's, well, <laughs> that goes without saying. Like, as an actual, just a flamethrower team, probably not. But mm, as, here we go. as an engineer squad, oh, yes. Yeah, I'll so definitely take that. So there's, and, and there's actually something that, that to touch on is, you know, uh, talking about, like, units, you know. Uh, again, Bill played, he was playing his flamethrower team a few times, just you know, solo. He's seen me play it. He's seen how effective it was as well. But he kind of looked into his army book and he found an engineer squad, right? As yep. we just mentioned. And uh, it, it's a difference. It's a big difference. And it might be more effective that way for him. You know? And uh, funny enough, my last game I had against Jason, I had a similar, similar thing, but this time I threw it in a transport. Right, so uh, zipping up, you know, and, and utilizing that unit because it it is quite quite good. Um, but some little, not so much combinations, but more of just maybe a decent or smarter unit choice compared to maybe what you did before in the past, right? Yeah, I I think honestly, it just it was a better it's better bang for your buck. Like I even, um, as I've played and kind of evolved with the way I make my army, I even started running the half track. Yep. Right. To be able to bring that engineer squad up the board, um, you know, finding out that, yeah, it's got the HMG and it actually can be effective on a, just, you know, troop transport was pretty sweet. It's good for, it is good for some mobile support uh, to really bring that flamer team into position. Like I know the last game we played, that that flamer team was like my MVP. Yeah, it was it, the engineer it, squad. Sorry, it it was yeah, it was going crazy. Yeah, the flamer and the engineer squad. <laughs> yeah, like you just didn't run out of fuel. <laughs> unlimited fuel. Yeah, it, it was lasting the whole game. I was proud. But but that was a that actually was a great game that we had. Because there was so many different rules that came up. Yeah. And, you know, like, I'm pretty good on them, but, you know, a little rusty on some. We had to look it up and, and, and research it kind of thing. But it was awesome because it was like, huh, you know what? This has actually never happened to any of my fights. Let's check it out. Oh, okay. You might actually be able to put that building on fire. Cool. You know, stuff like that, right? Now, Bill's never seen a building get collapsed by artillery. Well, no. You know, we have now. <laughs> it happens, <laughs> right? My machine gun team felt the pain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, this, the, the Stug finally hit something. So, but again, uh, you know, uh, it, it's great to just play the games, try out units, maybe try some obscure units that you would never even think of trying, you know, and, and try them out. Like, 
I have yet to try all the Neb- uh, Nebelwerfer yet. It's just, oh yeah, it's a multiple launcher. I, I haven't tried it yet, so I've had it used against me, and it hurt. <laughs> but you know, um, just have not put it in my army yet, and it could show up at any time. So, um, so yeah, it's kind of like, you know, you 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 think something's cool or you want to use certain things or, you know, maybe you're a fan of uh, more tanks, you know, in the army itself, even though it's kind of an infantry, it is an infantry based game. Um, You do have, you know, options for tanks. So um, yeah, try it out. See what you like, see what your style is, you know? Um, I know myself and, and I've noticed just with some of the other games that we've played, other systems uh i think bolt action is is way more of a thematic game um you know than some of the other ones are just because of the history just because of the way the the guys are um building their armies and making terrain and all that stuff right so um so it's it's kind of one of those questions you got to ask yourself too uh, and jumping into a game um, you know, what's your what's your gaming style? What how do you like to play? Right? And that kind of can also help with building your armies and doing the research and, and checking out the miniatures and you know, checking out the units. You know, because if you're if you're doing like thematic gaming and whatnot, there's a lot of campaign books with a lot of different scenarios that have specific theater selectors. Um, so it might not be like the normal thing that you would play, mm-hmm. but there is a, um, you know, there is a nice list, good list that you can pick from and design your army. And the nice thing is the army that you'll be going against. It's fighting in that same era. It's fighting in that same theater. So uh, it, it's going to be a, a pretty balanced fight, right? And if you're going for, you know, if you're a strong gamer and you like nitpicking the army, um, you know, I know we tend to do that kind of stuff as well. Mm -hmm. And it's, you can do that in bolt action as well, right? Like, oh, you know, look at some of your vehicles, maybe taking a heavier tank um isn't your most viable option maybe you like to have that lighter take that has the three machine guns on it that's literally a machine gun platform you know what i mean so uh look at your options you know you you when you're looking at your army you have a whole bunch of selections so if we kind of go through that you know when you're looking at your basic starting you know, you're wanting to have your command and you have different types of commands that you can take for better leadership and better distance and, and whatnot. Um, then you have to take, of course, your, you know, your two selected troops, pretty much what they are telling you that you could take for your troops. And then you have a, just a, a large list of other units you can take. You can take more troops at different uh, experience levels different teams like engineer teams you know machine gun teams um then you anti-tank teams so 
a lot of different options like that and it's it's pretty good to go and like experiment with those units because some nations have like like for americans for example uh your machine gun teams is a what it's a th three for one choice three for one yeah yeah so you know that's because you don't actually get um really machine guns in your units do you um no unless you're playing like airborne uh, i believe it's yeah airborne yeah yeah because you you'll get the bar so the bar is like specifically for americans yeah and bars no slouch <laughs> no slouch so it's it's stuff like that you kind of look at right like i know the soviets have kind of the same deal with their anti-tank teams but it's not just a anti-tank team they actually have options within that so you know it could be the anti-tank rifle teams it could be the uh you know anti-tank dog mine teams that they have stuff like that right mm -hmm. um but there's a lot of different options a lot of different things for the nations to, to check out and then of course you know you start going into your anti-tank uh artillery you know your howitzers your mortars it's uh depends on what you like you know if you don't want a tank but you do want a high punching anti-tank weapon then maybe an anti-tank team you know for artillery is your go-to right um pros and cons of it of course but yeah just like with everything you know um after that like myself i love taking my howitzers you know splash damage big numbers can take out a lot of units as long as you hit so again pros and cons with that um yeah you haven't used howitzers at all have you bill i have not not yet <laughs> not yet yeah I, I i would like to bring in some uh medium medium uh like artillery mortars something like that yeah and and they have their their like they have their own you know tactic like almost every unit you kind of have a um an idea of how you're going to play them right yeah like you know against fixed teams and stuff yeah mortars are great they're a threat you know something to think about now what kind of caliber do you want well depends on how many points you want to spend so <laughs> yeah that's true so but um yeah there's there's so much that you can go through and then of course you go you start going into tanks there's so many tanks out there that you can pick from lights mediums heavies pretty much you know spgs oh, sure um there's even flak flak trucks stuff like that and uh you also have like armored cars and recce vehicles right and i don't think you've come across one yet um not that i remember you might have against one of the other guys but uh, uh when they use that recce ability on you you'll see because it's it's kind of like you're baiting your opponent with that kind of unit and it's literally like either that they're going to shoot at you and you're going to wreck you and get out of the way or 
they're not going to shoot at you and it's going to open up an opportunity for you to shoot something you know so and different armies have have different um vehicles for that you know my my early war french they really don't have big anti-tank guns um they have like a medium but it's on a truck not a tank <laughs> and this weapon is actually pointing backwards on the truck so uh, if it gets you know it, it gets shot at you either are going to take the hit or you're going to try to wreck you away and you know it, it's a tactic right so check them out too they're 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 interesting to play with they're a little lighter they're faster um but a lot of models for them as well so it's 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 pretty good but yeah um i guess with a lot of it too is if you're interested in playing campaign games or the scenarios out of the campaign books there's probably at least 18 if not more probably campaign books i'm gonna say and uh they just they they keep coming out with them so there's tons and tons of theater selectors there you know um i know we're probably going to be playing some i know i'm playing some right now uh with jason we just did uh a stalingrad scenario number one and that was an interesting battle it's uh it's not the same style missions as like the uh the rule book the main rule book so you get to uh play around with that and try different units in those lists so i i definitely suggest trying some of them out and overall it's kind of just having fun with with what you're picking and playing and and uh experimenting really yeah i would definitely agree with that i i would also say um just because of the accessibility of being able to get like plastic units and whatnot mm -hmm. having more infantry than you're using is not a bad thing like i know after playing a few games myself i've uh you know i've wanted to expand the squads a little bit I made, you know, a lot of units with, you know, the uh, SMG in a bar. And if I want to say, you know, play maybe a little, little bit of a harder uh, list, right? Because primarily I'm playing my army to fit the theater. So there's, it's more thematic, but if I'm going to play a little bit harder, you know, I'll take late war with more bars. So I ended up buying an extra pack of the uh, just regular, you know, U.S., grunts <laughs> yeah and uh basically yeah making extra bars i'm gonna end up probably modeling ncos with just the rifle as well um to take advantage of really the move and fire because i found that yeah the smg is good but you know being able to move and fire and have that 24 inch range with everybody in the squad it's still another shot to try and you know work around maximizing your advantage right yeah. especially with the us being able to move and fire so um it's yeah. just yeah and you can make whatever else you want out of there i've been talking with andy about making a mortar team and 
with my, you know, continuous quest for just all plastic, it's, that's kind of what's got me stuck on wanting to keep making new units and yeah, honestly, sky's the sky's the limit for trying to come up with your own unique models that you can play in your list too. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. And you know, there's there's tons of three D printing stuff out there too. And there's there's even other guys that um, you know they cast some of their own miniatures. Um, I found you know a few of them from uh, in Europe. Like I ended up finding a whole bunch of artillery pieces for my French that you can't really find. And, uh, yeah, this guy had them. So checked them out, ordered them and got the gun and, uh, yeah, just threw a crew on them and bada bing, bada boom. Works pretty good. So, but, uh, yeah, going with like, you know, the hobby aspect of it as well, like Bill was talking about it's it's a great opportunity to to actually make those specific units you know um, i know jason was talking about trying to make some engineers for his his germans as well as he's got winter germans going as well and they they don't make those uh they don't make those units so you kind of have to scratch build them you know what i mean so uh, there are parts from regular engineers out there, but uh, it's a little bit of tinkering. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's good good old hobby time for that. Um, but you know, kind of going back to to building the armies and and playing the units like myself when I'm kind of doing that build in my army i kind of have a standard like template of what i kind of want to have in my army right you know i i tend to have no less than three infantry squads right? i think two is too little especially for objectives um and if i can if i can you know try to maximize their size but a lot of times I'll have to cut, you know. Well, it starts that way. Yeah. <laughs> it always starts that way, trying to max out your squad size, but that's the chaff, man. You know, you got to squeeze some more yep. units in. You start dropping infantry from your squads. Yeah. And there's, and you know what? There's a lot of times too where like, oh, okay, I have my commander and he has his assistant. Well, I need to cut point. Okay, assistant's gone, you know. Uh, that kind of thing and then even with units as well like you know i try to i'll try to put a veteran at least one veteran squad in the army but half the time i'm trying to squeeze in another unit and i have to cut them back to regulars which is fine um but there's a lot of back and forth tinkering like that when you're building the armies right and uh i like having a sniper even though, you know, yep. doesn't always hit. It's <laughs> true. Best chance of hitting, but never does. <laughs> so there's that. Um, MMG teams, mortar teams, I like always having them in my army. So it's kind of a standard template for me if I'm just playing like a reinforced platoon mm -hmm. um, to have that. Um, 
so as for you know actually having a, a tank in my army I don't necessarily have to have one um, it's funny because this army that I have is allowed to take two uh, for the one platoon that uh, selector that I've taken but they're you know it's not like it's it's not like I'm taking two tigers or anything like that right it's like two uh, two stugs with like light howitzers or I'll end up taking the bigger one which I think is uh, costs a little too much but uh, yeah it kind of changes your idea of how effective these units can be right some units are cheaper and they can work pretty good like they they put some good damage out um, some good rules to them you know and then you have other units that cost a fortune and they kind of don't really do anything for you in the whole game it's true right so like there's been a couple games that my my stug 33b which has a heavy howitzer on it it didn't really do anything either i had it out of position which is my fault but you know uh, i'm shooting at stuff and it's just i can't dislodge those veterans that are hiding in cover that are, you know are giving me modifiers <laughs> so you know stuff like that right so what do you do well you have options i mean at 320 points i'm pretty sure i could get two other units to help out kind of thing oh yeah so tanks um, are expensive they're not they're not the they be all and all no no they are um, and again, it, it also depends on like the meta, I guess, of, you know, the guys that you're playing with, you know, your community, or if it's a tournament you're going to, right? Um, I've been to a couple of events and, you know, I think a couple of tournaments here locally. Um, not sure how it is, you know, in, in uh, Vegas or in Europe kind of thing. Um but I'm sure there's some pretty good battles that happen. And uh, as for meta, I, I, I don't know if uh, <laughs> if they're tank heavy or not. You know, I know we are here. Guys like using their tanks. So, and, and it's a question you got to ask yourself too. You know, is that kind of the route you want to go? You know, are you min-maxing? You know, taking... Uh, the bare minimum of infantry you can just to fit in those those bigger units but there's you know pros and cons to that too right yeah so but again like i said um i found found bolt action to be more story you know thematic kind of as you're playing the battle it's like a movie's kind of happening in front of you you know stuff's happening um so it's it's fun times for that you know if you're if you're still having problems like building an army and whatnot you know start off again start off small and just ask some local hopefully you have a local group to to be playing at and ask them you know you can ask us at any time you can send messages about it you know if you need help stuff like that 
Um, but ultimately, really, I mean, what can I say? Really just, you know, uh, rule cool. <laughs> you know, if, yeah. you, if, if you really like something. Yeah, essentially, like, buy the models you like that you'll like to paint. And there's always going to be ways to squeeze them in to your list. Yeah. Um, obviously, you know, if you can pick a theater and an era, it makes it a lot easier because there, there can be quite a bit when you're first jumping into bolt action. Oh, 100%. Um, it's, it's deep. So, you know, pick your era first. That's, that's your first task for homework, mm -hmm. right? Like pick your era, pick your nation and then, okay, what now? And from there, you can you can kind of use the method I do where you can research or you can, you know, go on Bolt Action or on wikis and just ask, like, you know, just Google up some questions. What's, you know, what's decent? I think you get a lot more info inside the army book when you're starting to read through and you get to see kind of the equipment that they have. Like I, I caught on right away myself with the Americans just reading about the moving fire and having the best radio equipment for reserves and having coaxial, you know, machine guns. And I was like, Oh, okay. So it kind of gave me a little bit of a insight on how I was actually going to run my list because I want to be moving and I want to take advantage of your, of your actual like nation, abilities for special rules exactly it's yeah. it's it's a big part for sure yeah yeah no that's uh that's a key thing right there actually what you just said so definitely keep that in mind and you know there's some there's some rules like my french they actually have a negative rule to them so you know there's some armies that are like that um the other other thing I can suggest is, you know, if it's you and a buddy who are getting into the game and you're just starting out, I would definitely talk with your buddy and and maybe agree that you guys are going to play the same era, yeah. right? You know, the same, same time. Um, nothing's worse than continuously losing because I'm playing early war and, you know, player B is is playing late war it, it's you can, yeah you can see the technology and the the unit selections how much more you know advance and how much more you get if you are jumping in with a friend too you know I honestly would recommend those big like dual army box sets oh yeah jump in first thing right like it, essentially it pits you in your opponent to you know against each other with relatively the same era same kind of tech uh, a lot of those box sets seem to be pretty good bang for their buck yeah 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 and they uh, you know there's if you're talking if you're talking about like the big army deals mm -hmm. um you know they'll they almost every box i think of bolt action actually has uh little tags on the sides of them that say what you know time frame that they're these units were used in and um so you have the you know the individual like full army sets you know like the german grenadiers you know or the american airborne stuff like that right 
um, Japanese army. Or they do make the larger sets where it's like two full armies. Yeah, that's with, the one I'm talking with, about. Yeah, the big bundles. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, oh, here's the Stalingrad battle. Bang. You got your Soviets and you got your Germans and you got terrain and books and like everything's in there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like if you are jumping in, you know, I, I'd recommend that route because you get everything. It's a one-stop shop, and you get to really figure out if you want to play this game or not, right? Like, no, for sure. You get access to pretty much everything in the box, which allows you to play a few different games and really kind of sink your teeth in. Oh, exactly, exactly. And then once you, you know, once you play and you you kind of learn and you get the hang of building your armies, and next thing you know, it you start kind of pattern of, of different forces that you want to build and the nice thing is you can probably use majority of what you already have right yeah and you might actually you know maybe you do have a unit that you don't use that often but you found a theater selector that complements that unit it's nice that you can actually just kind of shift over and try that out and, and use you know sometimes they have little special rules on them in the theater selectors right oh you know these guys are now fanatics for this battle or this scenario you know um just stuff like that so but can i say there's there's so much <laughs> there's yeah. just so much options um but ultimately yeah just Take your time with it, play it out, try things out, roll some dice, see how you like it, you know. And uh, the nice thing, even like with the easy army, is you can select whatever platoons you want, whatever theaters you want. You can save it, consent yourself, you know, and you can always go back to editing it easily, and it'll it'll actually save all your uh, your armies. So. Uh, it's a good way of trying things out and seeing the difference in armies that you're trying, you know, and, and uh, seeing the difference of units so that you can go back and say, you know what, I kind of like this army better because I had more infantry in it, you know. Yeah. So that's kind of what I find, um, you know, as I'm as I'm building armies. You know, when it comes to tournaments, it's a little different because now you're starting to think, okay, what's going to be really effective, right? Um, unlike some other games, it's not to a point where, you know, uh, everything has a special something, you know? Mm -hmm. Like an infantry squad, it's an infantry squad. It's no different than my opponent's. He has rifles, I have rifles, you know? Um, but it's a lot of how you're playing it you know positioning how you're playing um and then of course that's what this whole episode really is about is just the importance of of how you're building your army and your selections and and just experiment 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 so yeah that's true yeah so and uh yeah anything else bill you think uh comes to mind for um the only other thing i i would say is you know if 
because there's no right or wrong way to honestly no. jump into the game and pick an army. If you really just kind of, you know, you're browsing the, the site and you're just looking at models that you like, and you're like, yeah, oh, I like these couple tanks, you know, I like this gun, check it out. Well, you know what? You can also start an army like that as well. I, I've kind of been doing that with uh, the German force I've been starting to look at. I've been focusing on Africa Corps. Uh, I've been reading a Great Land Battles book. It's like an encyclopedia of World War II with a lot of like operational info. Again, because I like to, you know, stick somewhat true to the uh, the historical part of it. And at the same time, I'm also, you know, blitz buying just random stuff <laughs> on the internet and hoping I'm going to get to use it all, right? Like, I... I, I really like the bigger skill tanks. I, I like the 148 scale from Tammy. So, you know, I bought a Tiger One. I bought a Panzer Three, Panzer Four. I ended up, um, you know, really liking the look of these tanks. And I'm like, oh, I don't even know if I can use these. I found ways that yes, I can. Not all at the same time, but I have options to use what I what I like. Um, so, you know, I kind of jumped in there. I, I knew I wanted, you know some german tanks some mm -hmm. of the most you know feared ones and then it was like oh okay now i should you know not get too ahead of myself and look at how can i actually use these what's the best way to use them in the army how am i going to get uh, a decent army made out of this right so you can do it either which way it's just it's a lot of fun either way so and if you do decide to buy a whole bunch of tanks not to worry you can play some tank war <laughs> it's true yeah it's true so there's uh there's always that option too right and, and you know what that might be a thing too is uh you know you've you've played some bolt action and you you're checking out tank war which is heavier in with the tanks you know yeah. um maybe you like that better and uh building armies is really no different you still have to commit certain forces for for the army and whatnot so um but yeah if you're enjoying the game and you enjoy building armies and you need to you want to change there's that you know tank war as well which i'm sure i will do a uh, episode later down the road here specifically on that one um but just yeah go with what you like if it makes you happy go for it you know, if you think it's cool, go for it. Uh, like Bill said, there's no right or wrong way. And uh, if you're having fun with your, your buddies or your community that you're playing with, you know, um, I, I found that most of these communities really do engage a lot. And they, they help or, you know, uh, find little things that they can help you with. So definitely, definitely reach out. Because... Uh, it's pretty good with all the info out there and the feedback so yeah i guess that's kind of it for for today yeah. um yeah so again thanks for for checking us out and joining us on this episode hope you guys enjoyed it and uh you know don't forget to check us out on facebook and instagram you know, podbean youtube of course and uh We'll catch you guys on the next episode. Catch you later.
Trident Wargaming. Build it, paint it, play it.